Hello boys and girls, welcome to the Cool Kids Lunch Table Podcast with PJ and Mike. Now please find yourself a seat at their table. Hey kids, I'm Mike. I'm PJ. And today guys, we have a special topic, uh, maybe even an interview. Uh, we're going to be talking about, you know, how to start your own business and, you know, kind of the steps of getting one started and, you know, how to pick your goals, how to measure them. And um, as you, some of our if some, hopefully some of our longtime listeners are aware, uh, PJ, my other half, has opened up his own comic book toy store. And um, the other day he and I were talking. And he was just, you know, communicating with me, like, just like the process of this. And it's just, I think, something that anyone can relate to. Did you not even, didn't have to be opening a comic book store. It could be if you're opening a restaurant or if you even want to, some of these elements of if you want to, you know, uh, try to like where we're trying to do is trying to make um, at least some a side hustle with our podcast, hopefully in the future. Or, um, you know, if you want to be in a band, like how, how do you make how do you turn things into a profit? How do you turn this thing that's a hobby into um, generating money? So, um, PJ, um, I guess my first question is and we always start things off with a childhood memory. So this might not be a memory, but what yeah. kind of inspired you to start your business what's kind of you know what's what was the spark mm-hmm. it kind of is a childhood memory um oh okay it kind of yeah. is because so you know but you know because you've known me for a million years right so you know yep. i'm always a comic book nerd like yes from when we were kids we were yep from when we first met in like third grade i've always been a comic book kid so it goes back to where i used to buy comic books from right mm-hmm. which was and I, I actually spoke about this on one of my videos on on youtube uh, when I was walking around the neighborhood and I kind of stopped in front of where I used to buy comic books from, it was a stationery store. Mm. And they just had a rack of comic books. And it was right down the block from my house. So, you know, my my dad would take me on like a weekend. Maybe I'd pick up like one comic book. I had no idea that comic book stores existed. I just knew that I liked superheroes and they had a rack of comic books at the stationery store. And then, you know, I got a little bit older and I found it, it wasn't really a comic book store. Um, for people that live locally and are our age or, or older, probably not younger so much, but there was a hardware store called Pergaments. Yep. Mm-hmm. And if you remember downstairs in Pergaments, you would go down like the escalator. And on one side, there was this very weird like alcove of two stores, right? Mm-hmm. And one was a barber shop, And on the other side of the escalator was uh, like a coin store, like a stamps and coins. Kind of yeah. Mm-hmm. And they had a couple of more racks of comic books than, um, than, than the store down block from my house had. So I'm like, this is even better because now this place has cards. They have some, you know, they have some comic books. You can see a little bit more, had more variety. It wasn't just like Superman, Batman, Spider-Man. Now you could get into not super deep cuts, but they might have, you know, more X-Men stuff or or more Aquaman, just like Green Lantern. Not just like the big ones like Superman and Batman. So now I'm really into it, right? So now I'm learning about all these new comic book characters. And I remember I was like reading the books right and the next chapter was in a completely different book and i'm like well how do i find this book i've never seen this anywhere and then i found a comic book store called heroes world mm-hmm. yeah for heroes world by the nassau yep. mall for anyone yep. again any local people that have that are around our age they'll probably remember it and that was the first real comic book store i went into was heroes world and and i loved it uh because they had every comic book all these toys i was like I was in like a dream world. Like I'm like, I can't believe something this awesome exists. 
I want to be in a comic book store for the rest of my life. So it yeah. started back then. And I knew I wanted to to work in a comic book store. And then, you know, I wound up finding more comic book stores and, and you know, I would frequent the same ones over and over and really get into comic book culture. But from when I was a kid, I was always like, man, I would love to be the comic book guy that sits behind the counter and talks about comics all day. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, you know, the last couple of years, whether it's because look, working in the corporate world is not fun. Right. Started thinking like I want to do more stuff for myself. And and the things I like the most are comic books, movies, writing, mm-hmm. everything that involves like storytelling. Right. So, you know, for me, it was like, well, if I've always wanted to be in a comic book store and I love comic book stores, it's a lot easier for me to open a comic book store than it is to make a movie. Right, right, right. Um, and, and <laughs> it just is. But also, for as much as I love movies, I love comic books more. And I just always wanted to to be the comic book guy. And I got to a place in life where I could try it out. So that that's why. So it is a childhood memory. That's why I'm here. Like that's why I'm doing this. It's really living out a childhood dream. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I love that. And uh, you know, PJ, uh, I always share this. I think I shared it once before, maybe on our first episode. But you actually gave me uh, two comic books to kind of get me started because I want to get into it. Like in you know whatever middle school somewhere around there. I still have them. And you told me, you referred me, you're like, yo, go to Pergament, and that's where I got my, the, the bulk of my collection, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and of course, I went to Heroes World and Nassau Marla, so I got a lot of, actually, I got a lot of my X-Men trading cards there. I got my X-Men toys there, and I actually got a lot of Darkwing Duck toys there. Yeah. Know? I rounded in them out. I got um, Honker, right, or is the girl, uh, Darkwing yeah. Duck's daughter, you know, came out of characters' names, but Launchpad uh, and Quack. Isn't Goslin? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So on the wall behind me, you won't be able to see it from this picture, but you can see that I have some comic books, like yeah. my wall books. There's a, a Darkwing Duck book on this wall, uh, and it's up there. Be, one because it's worth a couple of bucks, but two, it's a uh, they they paid homage to an old Batman cover oh. with uh, I think it was it's uh, it's Robo Duck and uh, and Darkwing, but they're in the Batman and Robin pose, and I just thought it was such an awesome book, so it's on the wall. So nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. So, PJ, I guess a lot of, I think, even for myself, like, it's like, okay, I have a dream. I have an idea. What is, like, step one? Do you go to the bank? Do you check your own bank account? Like, what's, like, the, like, what's, what's, like, okay, pen and paper, what's, what's step one? Well, so for me, in the business that I'm opening, step one was, is one, make sure you have an interest in something like this, right? Like, you shouldn't open i shouldn't open something like that i have no interest in because then how do you run a business that you don't understand like i understand the business of comic books a little bit because mm-hmm. involved yes but, you know, step one if you're opening a business like m- make sure you have the knowledge to do it at least right. some you're not gonna know all the ins and outs but you know make right. sure you have an idea and also like make, if, if you don't have a full idea make sure you know someone you can you can ask so the yeah. comic store i used to go to um you know after i i kind of grew out of pergament and Heroes World closed up. Uh, the comic book store I went to was from probably the latter half of middle school through a couple of years ago when the sh- the shop closed down. Right. Uh, and I became very friendly with 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 everyone who works there because I was there mm-hmm. at least once a week, maybe more. Um, so I became friends with these people, and then their their shop closed down. But I, I had someone to reach out to with knowledge that could kind of say, well, these are some of the things that you should be aware of. Um, right. So like, for instance, I'll give it for instance, like I know the books I like, 
and mm-hmm. I could fill up a shelf with all the new comic books that I would read, but that doesn't mean other people are going to read them. So just because I like it doesn't mean everyone will. So like some of the advice is make sure you diversify what you have on the shelf. You might like Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, and X-Men, but maybe someone else likes, and I don't like the X-Men, by the way. I just use them as an example because everyone knows who they are. They actually hate the X-Men. Uh, but, uh, but, but the point is, like, I hate them, but everyone else doesn't. Make sure right. you have that full-on X-Men book. Don't, don't do it based on your personality, right? Mm-hmm. Understand that someone likes Superman, someone likes Spawn, someone likes some of these second-tier, maybe not big characters, but they'll come in week after week to buy the book. So be diverse and, you know, things like that. And just how to set pricing and what's fair and what's not fair. Having someone that was able to like kind of walk me through that. Yeah. Like kind of mentor you. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was step one. Like, Hey, I have this idea. I have the stock Mm -hmm. uh, already. Like I I know I have the merchandise. So what's the next step and having someone walk me through it was kind of a big help. Right. Um, That that's kind of where, I would say my first step was let me try and get some insight before I jump yeah. into something that's very, very niche. Yeah. I like that. I like how you said too about knowing the business in itself. So like if you're going to, let's say your dream is to own a bakery, have a, have a knowledge of baking. Yeah, <laughs> really? exactly. you know? Cause some people are like, Oh, I'd love to own my own restaurant, but do you really know how, you know, right. part, you're a part chef or something, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. <laughs> you know, so that's a great point, man. Yeah. That's a really good point. Totally makes sense. Okay, so that's step one, and then I guess when you have, what would be step two? You know, for you know, for you. For me, <laughs> all right. So what step two should have been for me? Is, mm, okay. In retrospect, interesting. Yeah, in yeah, retrospect, the learning, you right. You only get certain times. Only it's a, <laughs> you know, yeah. learn things once the first I, time. I should have went to Jen for listeners who don't know Jen's my wife um and I probably should have been like hey I'm thinking about opening a business what right. do you what do you think about this idea I got so wrapped up in it that I just plowed through full steam ahead and right. really didn't talk to it, the fact that I was about to pull the trigger on this step yeah. two should be like go over if you have someone else that like mm-hmm. is in your life that you have a a responsibility with you should probably yeah. go over that with them right um because it's a big financial, um, of course, a big financial commitment to open a business. So that should have been step two. Um, assuming you've done that, um, you know, it's really the finance piece. Like, can you afford yeah. to lay out the amount of money you need to lay out up front? Like, how much money is it going to cost? Uh, how much is rent? How much is, you know, an electric bill going to be? Yeah. Um, so, like, just kind of laying out, like, do I have the funding to set up this business? Because you kind of got to know you're going to lose money the first couple of years. You're not going to. Yeah. Very rare. Right. So that's like the first thing is financial stuff. Like, can I afford to do this? Do I have the means to operate this business and and without making a a huge amount of money at first? Can I lay out the money? That was kind of my second step is to see if I could if I could pull it off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think what you said was clutch too. just like, you know, to be successful at anything in life, you need support. You know what I mean? And just also getting, like you said, you know, especially you're in a, a marriage or any kind of relationship or a business partnership, whatever it is, you want someone to invite them into, whatever it is, you got to be on the same page because <laughs> it will make things a lot easier. Yeah. Right? Everyone is um, not just invested, you know, financially, mostly emotionally invested where your, your wife can be like, okay, I'm ready to do this journey right. with you or your, your, your parents or whatever the hell it is, you know? And then, and then from there, it's trying to figure out how to start the business. Yeah. Uh, because there's a lot that goes into it that 
I didn't know until I started looking. Um, I don't know all the different laws and things like that. There are certain laws that have to be followed. So I actually used a service that set up the LLC for me. We went with uh, an LLC for the store because that made the most sense for a small business like this, um, especially mm-hmm. to start out. There's Because you could be an, a limited liability corporation, a sole proprietorship, um, an S corp. There's so many different like structures for business. You really right. need to, to know which is the best fit for you. And I went through an agency called Northwest. Right. Um, there's a bunch of agencies out there. Like LegalZoom is one that does it. I know a lot of people probably heard of LegalZoom. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a there's a bunch, and they they kind of they kind of walk you through the process, and it's worth giving them the money if you don't really know what you're doing because it, it it helps. You know, yeah. I can with people at any time, but that's really the first thing. Like I didn't know in order to set up a business on in New York, you right. have to publish um, in a in a newspaper or a periodical um, that you're opening a business. Hmm. So. Yeah, and if you don't do that, you can't get the business licenses that you need. Huh? I didn't. I would have had no idea. Right. Yeah. I would never know that. Yeah. Right. So they kind of they kind of take the the lead on that and set everything up and and help you move that process so that you can publish in the newspaper. And it's like there's like a legal notices section in the newspaper that no one ever reads because no one cares. Right. But if you're not in there consecutive weeks or consecutive months, whatever it is, you don't get you don't get the papers and the documents you need. So like. Mm-hmm. I would say unless like you're some legal savant or something that knows right, all right. of this, or unless you have someone in your life that knows all of this. Yes. I, that's why I use the agency, but they set everything up for you, which makes it a, a heck of a lot easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I just, cause you know, I remember when you and I were talking, um, you know, I know I don't, this is not, this is not political, but like they always like, you no know, small businesses need a, you know, a head start and all these other kind of things. Dude, you were telling me all these little things that you said. I didn't like just these little things you said, like having like a like basically like a uh, an ad in the newspaper that you're opening a business, you know, and just these other technical things of just um you can kind of share more about like having the sign, the window graphic, you know? Right. That was a big one. I thought you could just go and get a sign. The town has to give you a permit for the sign. And then if you want to put a window graphic, at least in at least where we are in the town of Hampstead, there's a. Uh, you can only have it cover a certain percentage of your window. So if you were to get, um, if you were to get a window graphic that covers too much and the town sees it, they can fine you. If right, you get right. a sign that they don't approve of, or is not the right size, like all of this stuff, they can, uh, or if you put the sign up and don't get the permit, they'll charge you hundreds and hundreds of dollars just to, it, it's like a whole thing. Like there's so many little intricacies that you'd have no idea about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's almost like, it's kind of like like maybe with your cell phone or like these hidden fees. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? So it can be really tricky. And like, you know, like this isn't like I said, this isn't me like standing on my soapbox, but I it's uh witnessing, you know, as a bystander, you start this business, you tell me these things, it's like, oh my God, starting your own business to start up is like, wow, that that in itself is a journey. That in it, itself it's is like so much it I, I say it's a lot of work and it yeah, it wasn't like it was the most time consuming work, but it's just so many little things that, all right, yeah. well, you can't do the next step until you wait a week for this to complete and you get the paperwork. Yeah. And then the state's not looking to move fast on anything. So now you're like, all right, I can't go to the next step until I get this license. And then I have to wait for this license so I can do this and you do that. And it just takes so much time. That's why we started in, in May or June, I started this and mm-hmm. we're hoping to open in a week or two. It's October. It takes five months, six, four months to, yeah get to a point where you can even open it it's very time consuming it's a lot of hurry up and wait 
you know, because on my yeah. end, like, I got to get it done and then I get it done. But nobody else is nobody else is as interested in me opening as I am. Right. Yeah. And I can only like just, you know, empathize and put myself in other people's shoes when they start their own like restaurants or even they start like like I know people who start their own like food truck. You know what I mean? Like it could be like taco truck. You know, if you just imagine that I'm sure the, the truck has to have certain, you know, Oh, sanitation. Yeah. You know, you like you, you don't have to worry about sanitation, right? Or, <laughs> or anything. But I yeah, didn't trust you. Why you don't want any? Uh, you know. Well, well, it's funny you talk about sanitation. I'm responsible for my own garbage removal. Oh. You know, we okay. have a dumpster here, and I can use the dumpster or whatever. But like, they're not coming around and picking my garbage up or anything like that. Like little things like that. Like you take it for granted that like when you're at your house, you can take the garbage to the curb, and the garbage man picks it up. Yeah. Like you have to know that you have to find a way to get your garbage to the dump. Like no one's picking it up. Right. That's on me to find a way. So when I have a bunch of garbage, I got to load it up into the back of the truck. I got to drive to a dumpster, put it in the dumpster. Right. Like even just small things like that, that no one would think of. Like, I mean, who would think of how do I get rid of the garbage? Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 The operations of it. Yeah. So I can know my, my heart goes out to those who are just, you know, I really have a, the utmost respect for you and anyone else who's really starting a business. You know, it's, it's just, it's a lot of work, you know, but it's, hey, you know, uh, what do they say? Uh, bigger the risk, bigger the reward kind of thing. So you got to. And I mean, you know. and you've been in the store when before we had anything in it. You were here sorting comic books with me. Uh, and yeah, I mean, you saw the amount of stuff that it takes to just even open this, like just sorting through the the books took forever in this comic yeah. book store. And you don't. I was pretty organized at my books since I was a kid. For the most part, these books yeah. are in, in somewhat of an order, but I have what 40,000 30 whatever thousands and thousands and just sitting on it that had to get put in a, a new order it took forever mm-hmm. so it's like you can't even like once you get to the part where you can even start working in this store that's a whole other ball game like you get through all the legal mumbo jumbo and then you're like oh my god i gotta do something with this store <laughs> right yeah now that becomes to operations we're actually kind of yeah. a good segue because I remember you were sharing with me just like little things too. Like you said, you don't think about throwing out the garbage. Then you you were, you were making me laugh. You're like, yo, dude, I had to get like basically like an iPad. No, no, I'm registers are different now. You know what I mean? So now we have iPads and this new technology. And I think you uh, were kind of sharing like, okay, first you buy like I'm a super, I don't, I don't think you use the one you use at home while you're on the toilet, you know, <laughs> but um, you, you probably mostly bought a new one, right? Or some yeah. kind of tablet, right? Yeah, and then so, also comes with that is you have to buy the software you were telling yeah, me about. Exactly. Well, that's what it is. So, so we kind of we're doing this on the cheap because like some of these things cost hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month to use a software service. I'm like, I'll be in debt before I even make a sale because I got to pay five hundred dollars a month to use the register. Right. So, so they have these elaborate systems, and you're like, all right, well, I have to buy an iPad. Okay, well, then I got to buy a cash register. Okay, well, now I got to buy the software. Okay, now the software is a monthly fee. Okay, now, I, but this software doesn't handle, handle the credit cards. Now I got to get a credit card reader. Okay, now I got to set up the account from the credit cards because I got to pay three and a half percent when someone pays a credit card. There's all these small things. And I say this as someone who really has always spent a lot of money and yeah. a lot of time at small businesses. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I've always gone to comic book stores and that's a small business. Like I, I, you know, if you go to like those vintage record stores, I, I'm sure you've gone to them, right? Yeah. Like I've gone to them. These are small businesses and, and you, you try and support these businesses, even restaurants, really. Right. And, yeah. You know, if you don't want to go to a chain, it's a small business. It's the They say it's small business is the backbone of America, right? Yeah. The, they say that. And I, and I believe that to be true, but they don't make it easy. <laughs> <laughs> if it's the backbone of America, like 
give us a freaking back brace for some support, man. Like <laughs> it's difficult. So, but yeah, we bought an iPad. We actually found a, a, a free, a free software to use. Actually, um, a friend of ours who's going to be on the show is actually where I got the idea from. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I guess he's going to be on the show. I can say who it is. Roxy um, actually gave me the idea. And he was like, hey, we use this where I am, and maybe you should look into it. And it actually wound up being very helpful information. So Fantastic. He saved me a tremendous amount of money if he didn't, if right. I didn't know that from him. But, yeah, right. it's – And that's – and I didn't even know – I don't know if this is just a new thing where, um, you know, all – I guess before iPads and all this kind of stuff, like – I mean, did you? I mean, did they actually? Did you have to pay for a service to <laughs> run your register? You know, like back. I mean, I I'm did. talking about like 20 years ago, 2000, where you no, had a. Like, it was just like. A, a, yeah, it's like, just, like a big calculator. Yeah, exactly. Now, like, I mean, wow, that's incredible. You know. Um. So, but you know, I. You, you could try and get like an old register. They still sell them, but then like, here's my thing, and this is totally on me, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I was going to get an old school register and just throw yep. it behind the counter and be like, that's fine. We can type it in. But right. I don't know if it makes a difference to the general population. Right. But for me personally, when I walk into like a store and they have a really cool modern looking just setup, right. Right. I feel like, oh, this place is really cool. I want to come back. No, I think – no, I, t I definitely think that's a part of the aesthetic without a doubt. No, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's a part – yeah. I think – it sounds – I think – you know, human behavior, you know what I mean? We're attracted to shiny, attracted to shiny yeah, things. Exactly. So I think that would make sense. You know, uh, I get that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you want like, you want to create an ambiance. You want to, you know, have a, a sense of scale, you right. know? So. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Somewhat of my last question, I want to get into some other things about just business in general. Um, you know, like, what's like your, like your, uh, like your, like expectations? How about that? Like, what's your expectations for this, you know, like, what it like? What, what are you looking to? Is it a certain numbers? Is it a certain thing? So, you know. So my hope is mm -hmm. to not go bankrupt, right? And not, <laughs> and not lose all of my life savings. Um, right. That's my hope. My my expectation is that within two to three years, I break even. Right. Um, my goal is that I'm not going to make a billion dollars a year running a comic book store. Right, I may right. not actually be able to quit my corporate America job. Maybe I'll get that lucky. Maybe I won't. Um, but if I can operate the store, mm -hmm. make a couple extra bucks on the side, a little extra scratch, mm -hmm. um, that's that's what I want out of it. Because for me, this is a passion project more than it is a career choice. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. So if I can operate the store and afford to pay the rent, pay the bills, buy the merchandise, um, make a couple extra bucks out of it. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm looking for. Um, be, and, and this might sound, I don't know, maybe it sounds corny or whatever, but going to the comic book store was a big part of my life for a yeah. very, very long time. And I, I don't know if kids are as big into comic books today as they were when we were kids. Right. I, I don't know if they are, but I mean, when I would go into the comic book store, I used to, the, the comic book store I used to go to was on Hempstead Turnpike. It was on the I would walk home from school, um, from division and walk through the comic book store. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and just spend time in there. Maybe buy a couple of books with my lunch money if I skipped lunch, so I could buy the new book that was coming out or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was just like a huge, huge part of just me becoming a, like an adult in a way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I I went to the store everywhere else I was a kid. 
you know, but I went to a store and people there like, yeah, maybe you're 15, maybe you're 16, but you can talk to us about everything in this store with as much knowledge as we have about these superheroes. And, you know, you, you start interacting in a different way with different people. Like, yeah, teachers don't, maybe it's different today. Teachers didn't treat us like adults. Your parents don't treat you like an adult, your kid. But right. there was like, oh, these people, despite the fact that some of these people are, are, are 10, 20, 30 years my right. senior, they didn't treat you like a kid. If you could pay your bill, you right. are another, just like any other customer. Yep. And that was like a big thing for me, like going in there and having like. Right, treat like an equal. Yep. Like an equal. I, I felt that was a big thing for me. And, and also it's like, I mean, for me, comic books weren't popular when we were kids. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like kids read them and stuff, but it wasn't like the biggest like right you know, thing in the world there were no marvel movies making 16 billion dollars when they come out right. on the first weekend it was kind of like you were if you were a comic book nerd and you had comic book nerd friends you had someone to talk to this stuff about yeah and mm-hmm. and i feel like that's kind of missing now i i kind of yeah. as a comic book guy i like the movies i like the books better right I mean, always for me and i don't think there's anywhere for anybody to go to talk about the stuff they love you know, you need a place to go that's like an outlet for your for yeah. your passion and stuff. And I don't know. I just feel like if a person walks into a comic book store and they pick up something that they're super interested in. Right. Mm-hmm. It could be the most random character. It could, right. You know what I mean? It could be something no one's ever heard of. One of my favorite superheroes is The Question. Most right. people probably don't know who The Question even is. But you walk into this place and a character that you resonate with, a character that you just love reading about, that you read their book changes your whole day. You, and there's no one in the world you can talk to about it because there's only one store in the that has someone. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's of like, course. I don't know. I don't know if I'm, if I'm articulating my point clear enough. But for me, that no. was such a big thing to have no. someone that – Yeah. I mean, because even us, like we've known each other for our entire lives. Yeah. But you're not going to be able to have a conversation about the question. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Like, no, of course. Yeah. I, yeah. You need someone that that has that you can talk to about yeah. things that you feel so strongly about, and yeah, I think a comic book store is a is just a perfect place for that. Yeah, and I think that magic also applies. For like, I'm sure that we have any musicians. You know, like when you go into a guitar center, a Sam Ash. You know, just just a wall of guitars or going to the drum you drum room you see all these like beautiful drum kits and you you know you can just go up to someone and be like you know i remember my brother would pick up like an instruction video you know and the guy at the counter you could just you know just start you know um just conversating about it you know or or even just like um i used to go to the video game store i think you remember also like going to microplay or funko yeah yeah and you just go in there it's just like this like you know um hanging out with other folks man it's like it's like this it's like a you know, it's like when you, it's like that same thing when you go to a concert. There's like this feeling of like, of like, just like you're all part of the same family, all passionate about the same thing. This artist. So going to a store feels like that, you know. Yeah, and especially in a store like this, or like you said, a music store, yeah, like Monster Music or something like that. Especially yeah. a smaller one where, mm-hmm. you know, some of these bigger stores are the, you know, like a like a Target, right, or yeah. just any chain store that just has an employee. He yeah, doesn't yeah. like putting stuff on a shelf that can tell you where something is, but you right. can't have a conversation. It's not the same. You know what I mean? You go yeah. to like a, like a mom and pop shop, you know, the person that's working there loves that they're there or they wouldn't do it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just different. It's just a different feeling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I guess the next thing I kind of want to talk about is, I guess this is my, uh, I guess I, I do this actually with my patients and my clients. So it's it's called, but you can use this for anything. It's called SMART goals. You might have yes, heard of it Yes, we use them at my real job. Yeah, okay. So yeah. Uh, so folks at home, you can use this if you want to, um, you know, apply towards like starting your own business or maybe you want to start a band. You're like, okay, you know, how do, how do we get this to a place where we're getting gigs? You know, maybe you want to be a cover band, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. You have to be like, you have to be cover world famous right you want to somehow make this into a, a you know uh this goal become a reality you know or even something could be personal goals like you want to get in shape or you want to eat healthier or you want to learn how to ride a bike i don't know it doesn't matter so you think of the word smart okay and each letter corresponds to something okay so the s in smart stands for specific right which is make your goals very specific and narrow okay so that means uh, we'll use like a, we'll maybe use a personal goal for a second. So like um, um I want to lose weight. Okay, that's 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 good. Okay, but be more specific. I want to be how much? Right, how exactly. Much you want to lose? And, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Wanna, yeah, and it's not just do you want to lose five pounds, or is it I want to lose five pounds of weight by a specific day? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or some of my patients, they say like you, because they say, oh, I want to start a business. Okay. Oh my God. Then my next question is, okay, well, what business? Right. <laughs> exactly. Be specific, you know, that's, right. that's great. That's great. But everyone um, wants to start a business. But right. Exactly. So, right. But be more, when you have a more specific goal, uh, you're more likely to achieve it. Um, the M stands for measurables. That means, can you measure your goal? So if we go back to like losing weight. Okay. I want to, like, you can track your weight. If you go on a scale, right? You can lose that, right? Or, um, you know, maybe, um, you're playing an instrument, right? All of a sudden, you you, you know, like guitar, okay? And the way I was taught, you learn one string at a time, actually. You don't learn all six at once. That's how I was taught, one string at a time. So you might be able to measure, okay? Week one, I spend, you know, one week learning one string, E, the next week, B, G, you know, you know six weeks later, okay, you learn them all, right? You're measuring, okay? A is achievable, or which I think is probably what I think the most important one is. Yeah, is, is people this, have illusions that they're going to do yes. something. If I would come into this, be like, I'm going to open a, a comic book store and become a millionaire in a month. Like, yes. no, you're not. Right. Like, you to, <laughs> your goal can't be, I want to be able to quit my job in a month and yeah. just use this as my sole source of it. Because then you're going to fail. Right. Mm-hmm. Or I have patients who are like, oh, Mike, I want to get jacked. I'm like, that's great. But you, you're not going to be Mr. Universe in a month from now. You know, that's, right. you know, so something very um, achievable. The R in SMART stands for relevant. So that means. Make sure your 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 goal is kind of aligned with your values and your long term objectives. Okay, so don't uh you know what like like say like you know working at you want to make sure you you're not gonna do something that's um that doesn't make any sense, right? You're not gonna be training for the Olympics. You know what I mean? Like you want to do a workout that's <laughs> what you're trying to do, right? You're not training for the Olympics, right? You just want to lose weight. You shouldn't be training for this. A whole or a bodybuilder. You're not gonna be training for that. Right, that wouldn't make any sense, right? It's not really, it's relevant, but not really to what your specific goal is, right? And T, which I'm a big believer in, in all goals, whether it's for a business or your band or your podcast, right, is time based, which basically means give yourself somewhat of a deadline, you know. So PJ says, okay, I want to open up by, you know, the middle of November, 2023, whatever it is. Giving yourself deadlines, guys, will actually keep you accountable and keep you on a pace, you know to achieving your goals and and it's honestly pretty much exactly what i did here like mm-hmm. you know i you know a time i knew i in my mind i needed to be open before the holiday season because i'm in a store 
that sells a lot of toys and a lot of collectibles, those mm-hmm. are Christmas gifts, right? So in right. my mind, I had to make sure I was open with enough time to promote that we're open before the holiday shopping season. Like that's my timely goal. Yep. And yeah. And that keeps you on track. So I'm going to have a soft opening after New York Comic Con, which is in October, and then a grand opening right before the holiday shopping season starts. Like that's exactly what you need to do. Mm-hmm. You need to have a, a timely goal. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah, folks, use you can Google it. We'll come up Smarkles, and they're they're excellent. You can use it for you know professionally, you know, um, uh, you know personal goals, any family goals if you want, anything, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess, PJ, to kind of just round things out uh, before we wrap up, just any other advice for those who want to start a business or? Um, yeah, I mean, do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's right. But like you said, make sure you have a, a real goal in mind and a smart right. goal, a great way to measure it. Um, but it's a risk. Mm. It's a big risk. I am lucky, mm-hmm. right, and blessed, if you will. Right. Yes. Be in a position to try this without Mm -hmm. putting myself in like just a financial pit hole for the rest of my life. Right. Right. It is a struggle right now. It's going to be a struggle. Of course. Um, I have to cut back on a lot of extracurricular things. Maybe I would normally do without having this store. Right. Uh, Right. So you kind of have to know, like some of your lifestyle needs to change. You're not, I'm not, you know, you're not going on elaborate vacations. Right. I can't go to, uh, you know, I I'll use the Star Wars hotel as an example, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> right. That, that was like a very expensive day and a half, two days, and right. it was fine. I had no responsibility, so I was able to do it. You right. can't decide to have a business and have this this entire just responsibility, this monkey on your back, they, right? Yep. And think you can live the same lifestyle. You got to know. You want to do it. If you have it, the right reasons in your mind as to why you want to do it, you should 100% pursue it, but know just how much your life has to change because of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, you know, and it's funny, right? Because, I mean, this is a big financial risk. I know this. Yeah. And if I lose a couple bucks and I can't stay open, that would suck, but I can right. recover. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is, there are some risks way bigger than right. this. So, like, mm-hmm. you got to, like really measure the risk before you you jump right in like you have to know Mm -hmm. what you know if everything goes wrong right that's the thing like if everything goes wrong can you handle that Mm. not even on a like on a financial level but even just like a mental level yep i've put so much time and energy and effort right setting this place up right right if it doesn't work out right and, and I, I have a positive attitude. I believe that it will. But let's right. say it, right? There's always, mm-hmm. right? There's always two sides of the coin, and you don't know where it's going to land. Mm-hmm. Can you handle the the? If you want to call it a failure, I don't think right. it would fail you even if it didn't work out. Right. Uh, but can you handle that on a on a personal mental level, or yes. is it going to just crush your soul that you put right. all of this energy into something you love and it didn't work out? Are you going to be a shell of a person for the rest of your life or can you brush it off as a learning experience? And you know what I mean? Like, I think that is a huge piece. There is a lot of mental anxiety. Of course. I've mm-hmm. gone through just since trying to set this up. And my biggest piece of advice is if you're a person that can't handle that, don't, 
do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, like, make sure you have a good support system around you, right? Right. That's a, oh, my thunder, PJ. Yeah. Oh, well, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no, go no, ahead. Go, go, go. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I was just going to say, like, my family has helped me so much. Mm-hmm. You know, my um, everyone, everyone in my family, my brother, my brother-in-law, my sister, mm-hmm. you know, my parents, everyone, my wife, you, right? Yeah. Everyone, yeah. everyone I know, like, big support system that has come here and helped me do stuff. If you don't, if you don't have that, it's real hard to do something like this on your own. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, for sure. And they kind of just piggyback off that. Yeah, having support and, you know, um, with my last band, um, we uh, recorded with these guys. Uh, they're called Cloud Nine Studios, and these guys are like, like you, they, they started their own business. They built their own like hardcore, awesome studio, like in their basically in their backyard. They built, I mean, they built a building. This isn't like they put in their garage. They built a building. It has it's immaculate. It's beautiful. They right. recorded John Jet in there. Nine days. The band like this place is the real deal. You know. But one of the things they, they said to my brother and I and the rest of the guys in the band was, you always kind of want to give someone a piece of the pie. Now, what I'm saying is that when people, you're, when your support systems are, 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 when someone feels that they're a part of something, they're more likely to go with you on this, on this ride, on this roller coaster, you know? So with the band, for instance, like, um, you know, when you work with promoters, like, oh, you know, you, I, you know, I'll work with you. You try to give everyone a piece of the pie, piece of the action. I'll promote you. Our podcast, right? We have certain special guests, right? Everyone kind of helps each other out, you know, kind of thing. And when everyone feels involved and, um, you know, validated, whatever you want to call, <laughs> you're, everyone kind of wins, you know. But um, like you said, support is key. And um, yeah, PJ. But um, and, and for me also, one of the the most exciting parts about the whole store is yes, the store, but it also gives us a space for the podcast. And, yeah. You know, we both put in so much time and energy into the podcast, right? Right. Right. And and I think just having a space here where mm-hmm. we can utilize for, for more just to expand the show. Like that's another exciting part of it. Like it's oh, not yeah. just going to be a store that, yeah, I can sell some toys and books out of. We, yeah. we now get to use this as an avenue to expand our podcast, which is really yeah. cool too. Yeah. Really right. excited about being able to start that. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Base more. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, folks. Yeah. Kids, hopefully uh, <laughs> this educational episode <laughs> of uh, PJ and Mike, but, for those who have the dream, you know, um, like PJ say, look, I think a part of life is fear. You no, know, but you can't let that fear, you know, stop you from pursuing things. You know, whether it's your business, maybe it's a girl you like or a boy you like or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Um, it takes a little bit of confidence, you know, uh, with anything. But, you know, having support and at the end of the day, like you said, PJ, you got to have belief in yourself. You got to really believe in yourself, you know? Yeah. That's that's what it is. You just gotta, and sometimes you just gotta dive right into the deep end, mm-hmm. right? Yep. You know, exactly. They say if you they say if you take a baby, and you throw a baby into a pool, <laughs> it will learn how to swim. Right, right, right. So, I you know I gotta jump into the pool and learn how to swim. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it. You know, or right. you throw a baby into a pool and you get arrested. So there's right, right, right. There's risk or reward. You don't know where it's gonna be. You gotta just. Yeah. You gotta just try. Mm-hmm. For some reason, while we were saying this whole bit, I kept thinking of uh, uh, that, uh, you know, Jiminy Cricket, Wish Upon a Star. And yeah. just this last couple of seconds, I just pictured that song playing underneath it. Um, but yeah, but uh, 
great stuff, PJ, and uh, I'm very proud of you. And uh, yeah, folks, hopefully uh, you got something out of this episode and let us know. Feel free to contact us. Um, and yeah. by the time this episode drops, mm-hmm. it should be, let me look at the date. Um, I think it'll be August, uh, August, October the 12th is when this should drop based on my, um, based on my calendar, which is the first day of New York Comic Con. So if you're listening to this, mm-hmm. uh, when this drops, make sure you check out the uh, Instagram for the store, Cool Kids Comics Toys, um, because by that point, I will have on there the information as to when the soft opening will be and the grand opening and stuff like that. So so when you listen to this on the 12th, make sure you check out the other Instagram page for the store because we'll have some information about opening. Yep, and we'll tag it too. So yep, those we'll folks who are following us on Cool Kids table, uh, lunch table, we'll tag uh, PJ's Cool Kids Comics yep. and Toys. But uh, yeah, kids, thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, you know the deal, same time, same table. Have a good one, kids. Make good choices. Boys and girls, lunchtime is over. Please visit PJ and Mike's website, coolkidslunchtable.podbean.com for more information. Follow the boys on all social media apps. Just search Cool Kids Lunch Table Podcast. Now get to class before you get to tension. <laughs>